Girl, you wanna go to the movies? That part. Bitch, who you on the phone with? Trey? That part. Girl, her weave is fucked up. That part. Bitch, ooh, her breath stinks. That part. Bitch, he ain't got no job. But I did just pay my last car note. Girl, yeah, I, I do think Wendy Williams could beat up Lily Tomlin. Hey, y'all. Um, welcome back to Best Friend Race Podcast. Hello, my name is Cameron. And this is the famous thighs match the ass peaches. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what did you say? What was I that? said thighs match the ass peaches. Yeah. Yeah. Faggots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sticking uh two toothpicks um at the bottom of like a little block of cheese. And um we are here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, season 15, episode six, all about the golden girls. But before yeah. we do, I wanted to do I wanted to do a nod, just a small little nod to a segment we don't really get to do anymore. Um, and that's on the timeline, Stand but today I'm doing the on the timeline limited. And today I actually saw a tweet that said, your boyfriend called me Throwzilla, my coochie furry. <laughs> that's great, great chinchilla. I'm trading out these hoes. They call me phallus dealer. I'm trying to fill a peen hoe, thriller in Manila. That Not was, that. Um, <laughs> I feel a peen. Okay. Do I need to read it? Okay. Your yeah. boyfriend called me Throwzilla. <laughs> My coochie furry. That's great, A chinchilla. I'm trading out these hoes. <laughs> they call me a phallus dealer. I'm trying to fill a peen hoe. Thriller in Manila. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I just realized that he said Filipino. Yes! That's too much! Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> I told you! <laughs> Make it a double! <laughs> I cannot. He gets on my nerves, man. Corbin, what you been up to? Uh, oh my god, the, being the thriller in Manila, this great oh. ancient chair. Yeah, Philippine. <laughs> oh my god same same um i do i do want to speak to a couple of people um and this is a very predictable uh citation but we're gonna get to it in a second but before we do and talk about rupaul's drake great season 15 episode 6 corbin what's your song of the week uh, that's a good question my song of the week is brag by leia featuring ivo foreign yeah i love that song so tell tell me about this Layla girl because I saw you tweeting her the other day, getting excited about something she was dropping. I'm assuming it's that song. Um, tell me more about her, or tell us more about her. So I don't know anything about her. She li- literally oh. came out of nowhere, um, sometime last year <clears throat> for me. But <clears throat> she is she's an R B and soul singer, but she takes like heavy influences as far as, as far as like her style and stuff. From like Missy Elliott, like she actually covered "Socket" to me, which you know, Ooh, you yes, know, I love, I love that song. <laughs> you know, and Hands that's what I heard first, and I was song. like, "Oh yeah, this is it." But she's—I don't know. There's something like very, very like 
alternative about her. And she just she just approaches music just so so different and it just resonates with me so well. It's she's everything. Like I don't really know how to explain it, but she she doesn't seem of this planet, if that makes sense. Like she has a song called Sailor Moon and it which you oh, oh, I can't. I spent all day. It turned into stand talk. But she she's just <laughs> She's so good. She is so good. And her album, Um, Hello, is it's flawless. Beginning to end, there's no skips. Um, Everything is a hit. And just right now, I'm obsessed with Brag um, because Fabio Foreign's verse is just, it's top tier. I just be, oh, I just be feeling it. It's, yeah, just go listen to it. Yeah. Because you don't get it until uh, you get it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I actually uh, I actually enjoy Fabio Foreign, too. He's been on a couple of songs, and I've heard a couple of songs of his, and I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, I can get into this. So, yeah, uh, he's cute or whatever. Um, and my CC Jam of the Week is Slumber Party featuring Princess Nokia by Ash Nico. Um, I hope I oh. said that right. Oh, I thought you were about to say um, Queen Tennis Shoe and Britney Spears. But yo, what's like that one, too? Not Queen Tennis Shoe. Anyway. <laughs> 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 on that note uh, we're going to get rid of a citation real quick and then we'll be right back to talk about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 BRB yeah Corbin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, y'all, to our first mini segment here on Best Friend Race Podcast. <laughs> Man is a fool. Anyway, this citation of the week. Yeah. It's a son of the police. With a citation of the week. Only on BFRP. Now, citation of the week is when I give somebody other than the sloppy, whoppy, brown oh. hole iPad bottom. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> <laughs> a citation, I guess, child. It hopes. <laughs> he may need a little bit more over there from the sounds I was hearing. Oh, it's giving more. It's giving more. That's where the name come from. You know, it's a namesake. Yeah. In addition to Corbin getting a citation this week, um, <laughs> just, just, for, just for all that, you know, you know one thing I admire about you, you gonna get it at the last stretch if it counts. You know, you 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 just gonna make it count at the last stretch. I'm, I'm um, determined. You are very disciplined. Um, <laughs> but yes, other than Corbin this week. Okay, y'all. Uh, just for some context, I don't really be doing that, y'all. I just be at home. I go to work and I go to the gym. So a lot of my a lot of my um, strife weekly comes from the gym, and I, I'm just going right back to the gym again. I got to talk to y'all because it's been a long time, and I got a lot on my mind. But you girls, let me back up. Happy New Year, y'all! Shout out to everybody that's going to the gym and starting off their new workout plan and really staying disciplined, like Corbin. And really yeah. just on top of their workout and just doing what they need to do. Yeah. Barbs, let's clap for them. Let, let's yeah. just clap for them before we get into the citation. Thank you. Um, but you other girls, you bitches at the gym who can't seem to put your phone up, who like to get on machines during busy hours, specifically during busy hours, 
and you like to do your one, two, three, and then you sit there for five minutes checking Instagram, whatever it is, I need you to get the fuck up. I'm sorry. I hate being one of them gym bros, but I need you to get the fuck up. Now again, I'm mainly putting this on the girls who go during like busy hours. You people who go through like weekdays between like three and like, I don't know, like eight or some shit like that when most people are getting off of work or just deciding, you know, to get up or just getting done with chores, whatever it may be. Those are busy gym hours. Politely, I just want to let y'all know, we don't have time for you to be sitting on this machine and checking your phone after you've done four reps every five minutes like that that's you on the gym for 20 minutes and you haven't even done 20 reps that's that's not okay because people like me at the gym a lot there's a lot of people like me to whatever extent who like to go to the gym and as larry the cable guy would say get her done and get the fuck out you know mm-hmm. i don't have time for y'all to be sitting on these machines that i want to use and, and will use for a max of five minutes because i like to i don't even pull my phone out i just look at my watch because my watch tells me what I need to know. My phone gonna have me distracted. Y'all can't be getting on these machines and sitting on here for 10 minutes. Like I'm trying to be nice about it. Cause I, again, I don't, I don't like people being inappropriate at the gym. I know even you talk about, you know, recording at the gym and how it's just got out of hand and stuff like that. It's just a lot of shit that's going on at the gym lately um, with a lot more people in and with a lot more people trying to monetize, I guess off of gym content. It's just a lot going on lately. But um, I, I, I just wanna, Shout out to the people who are getting on the, the the machines and doing what they need to do and getting off. But you people who just get queens. on. Yeah, shout out to the real queens. Um, but you girls who get on the machines and just sit there and check your phone, please, I, I'm trying to ask politely. If you are listening to this and that's you, still love you, girl. Thank you for listening. But please try to come up with something that doesn't have you on one machine for 20 minutes because I guarantee you there are people waiting and they're looking at you like this dumb bitch is taking forever. And those people are me, myself and I, because it's me. I'm looking at you like you need to get the fuck up because we do not have time for this. I'm waiting and three people are waiting behind me. We do not have time for you to come up with your 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 Twitter thread exposing James Charles while we are also trying to, to, to do our butterflies. Like we just don't have time for that. Love y'all so much. And until y'all get that together, it's just a citation sweet. Love you though. Yeah. I love you. But please, please be better. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. She thinks for some reason that she has vocal abilities. That bitch cannot sing. Stop playing. You first. Welcome uh, <laughs> to Heroes of Rice Podcast. We're here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Season 15, Episode 6. Before we get into it, I just want to say, if y'all hear some um 
something uh, something that sounds a little menacing in the background. She's making coffee, and she's going to do that because it's early morning, and we're trying to get y'all this content because one of us, it's not me, um, likes to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and force everybody else to, too. But Is we won't go there. <laughs> it's 4.30, actually. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into this review. So this week we joined the girls in the workroom after Amethyst elimination as they congratulated Selena's for yeah. an amazing allegedly lip sync. They kept her in the competition for another week, and mm-hmm. they even started to throw a little shade at Miss Malaysia. But after a good night's rest, the girls came back to the workroom where Rue told them that they'd be the golden girls for this week's challenge, where mm-hmm. they'd be tasked to perform as three senior-aged girl groups tackling the genres country, heavy metal, and rap. And after listening to the songs, Team 1 and 3 went head-to-head over a heavy metal genre, mm-hmm. as Team 2, they just kind of settled with hip-hop so they could watch the drama unfold. And after some choice words between Team 3's Malaysia and Sasha and Team 1's Mistress and Lux, the girls decided to make the choice random by picking from a hat, which ended in Team 3 taking the rock genre and Team 1 left with country. So, Corbin, before we get into this actual competition or the Mm -hmm. actual main challenge this week, let's talk about this storyline of Malaysia being stepped on as a quiet but talented queen, which we saw more of in Untucked when she stood up for herself after um, being hushed by um, Marshalls. So, first and foremost, (laughs) what did you think about this whole little genre fight and whose side were you on? I was 100% Team Sasha because, duh. Um... Like, she could have been wrong, and I would have been like, yeah, she's right. But, you know, that aside, she actually was right. Her and Malaysia were actually right. Because, I mean, who, like, what authority do you have to just say, well, this is what we're taking, without there being right. some sort of a discussion? Because, I mean, this, you, you know, I mean, it's just like free reign. Like, everyone chooses. So, I mean, what puts you in a position to tell us what we're going to have and what you get to have? Like, that just doesn't really sit well with me either. Um, So I fully endorse them standing their ground. I mean, I do realize that it's a competition. So, you know, you kind of got to be a little bit more cutthroat than maybe you would be in the real world. But at the same time, like, we are still people and we still need to come to some kind of a consensus about, you know, what's going on because it pertains to everyone, not just yourself. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Team Sasha, Team Malaysia. Glad they stood up for themselves. Glad Karma came back and gave them what they needed to get. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I was, same thing. I was Team Sasha and Team Malaysia. Uh, I, I hate that, I want to say this too. I kind of want to break this down and we'll talk about it with Untucked as well. But when it comes to Isabel and Lux, I think they, I think the unfortunate thing was Isabel, Mistress Isabel Brooks, I think she was very um, aware of what she was doing. And I think what she was doing is, is she was continuing with the playful thing. Um, but I don't think she was like for real, for real. And I don't mean to like give her the benefit of the doubt or like a uh, um, an excuse for what mm-hmm. she was doing. But I honestly didn't pick up on her being like for real, for real. I think she, she was fully aware she's on TV. She's been playing with folks like this the whole time. She likes stirring the pot a little bit just to be messy in a funny way. But I don't think she was seriously... Even though she was saying like, oh, yeah, I think we should keep it. Oh, yeah, I think we should keep it. I honestly, at least what I was reading, um, was that she was just being, trying to be funny slash messy. And she, you know, she really, even though she probably did care, it wasn't for real, for real like that. Now, on the other hand, 
I think maturity comes into play because we have Lux, who I think she was for real. I think she was like dead ass serious and like, no, 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 y'all don't deserve this. We said it first, so I don't care. You know, whereas Mitchell's was kind of like, I think we should take a child. I don't know. I don't know why y'all should get it. You know, and I, cause she was, it was just two different, I think body languages going on there. And I think I was getting two different types of energy from even them being on the same team, what they were trying to convey. Because again, I don't think Mistress was for real, for real and trying to be malicious. I think she was just being messy. Whereas I think Lux, her, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think her immaturity was getting in the way because it was, she, I think she really felt entitled because I said it first. So, you know, I really don't care. Why should you get to choose? Now, there were people arguing like, oh, well, Malaysia and Sasha were kind of, um, I think they were thinking they were entitled because they were oldest and blah, blah, blah. But that's not how that played out. Now, mm. Lux tried to make it seem like that's how it was playing out. But that's not what it was because you immediately said, oh, this is the one I want. And when another group said, I'm interested in that too, you were just like, no, no. <laughs> and like you you shut down any possibility of putting it in the hat. Like, because you could have you could have said that at first. You could have been like, OK, well, since y'all like it, let's um make it random. How do y'all want to do this? They had to fight y'all to even be like, I, ch- I guess we'll make it random. That's so true. so that it, it wasn't what she was trying to paint it out to be. And the unfortunate thing with Lux is I watched it again this morning and it kind of struck me because I don't know if you're going to agree with this. And I don't this is not me trying to be funny when I say this, but I honestly saw ourselves in that a little bit, our young selves in that, because um, it was very. I'm young and I'm that girl and you're not going to stop me. And it, I don't know. I, I don't think she was doing any of that on purpose, but it did come off very like, girl, who are you? Like, why, why, why do you think you deserve this and nobody else can get it? And yeah, you that girl and, and yeah, you all this and you young and you, um, nah, 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 nah. but <laughs> that don't mean you can, you can have everything and you can get everything. And even when we transition into untucked, which we'll talk about now, um, her being like, but I'm not a bully and you can't say this, but that's kind of what you were doing, mama. Like you, you were just kind of like, no, 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 this is mine. I don't care. No, I don't care what you want. No. And, and that's just not, it's not fair. It's not right to, to just do that and be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, when Malaysia was saying, you know, I felt bullied, I felt that because it's like, honestly, you kind of were. And I don't, I'm not going to call Lux a bully, but that was bully behavior. And that's when I, that's what I mean when I say young us would do stuff like that. Cause y'all, let me tell y'all something about Corbin. Here she go. Hey, Here she go. You, must you, know, my I, you know, I've, I've gotten, a, I've gotten a few people kicked out of groups because, you know, I've hit their shoes. We don't have to go kicked there. Kicked out or quit. Let's be, let's, let's be real. I've had a couple of people quit things because okay. they were intimidated by me. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> um, or maybe I actively intimidated them and terrorized their lives. But as a reformed bully, I can say that was well. bully behavior. It really was. Like, I'm just going to say as a reformed bully, it was bully behavior. And it was sad to see her do that because I wanted to be like, baby, I know you don't mean this, but you you being a real bitch right now. Like you, you being a real bitch right now, and I, I need you to like take a couple of steps back and realize what you're doing, cause yeah. cause this ain't it. It, it. It's just not it. Um, I hated that Lux had to be the person to 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 
look bad in that situation, but I hope, I really hope she watches it and it's like, wow, I really was a bitch, huh? Like, I hope she watches that and it's like, oh yeah, I, that was my bad for real. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Um, and Mistress is to blame too because she, I felt her role in the in the thing was she was putting a battery kind of in Lux's back um, to do what she was doing. I don't think it was on purpose, but I do think her and her comments right behind Lux when Lux was on her little high horse, I think that that definitely didn't help. And I don't put it past Mistress to know that that definitely didn't help in that moment. Um, but what did you think about Malaysia standing up for herself and untucked when, when she told the girls, you know, I felt bullied in that moment. And she cut off who she cut off Marsha, baby. She said, oh, no, ma'am. She said, oh, no, no, you're not about to cut me off. No, no, no. I'm demanding respect today. I'm demanding it today. What did you think about that moment? Oh, when I tell you, I lived, I lived for. Okay, first of all, let me go back and just um acknowledge that I don't agree with ninety percent of what you just said. Oh. <laughs> I fully think the mistress it? and Lux were tick for tat um being bullies, like unintentional uh-huh. or not. They they were egging on something because I, it, to me, it looked like they fully were aware of how Sasha. In mistress uh, in um Malaysia felt, but they were just uh-huh. adamant on being dismissive towards their feelings because, like you, like there's just there's nothing there to give them the authority to determine who can get what. So them both completely shutting down the idea of them getting it just because they wanted it like that, like they were tick for tat. Like I, they they yeah. exuded the same energy to me. So I feel like they were both equally wrong. Lux may have come off as worse because I think she was more vocal. Um, uh-huh. But I honestly, I, I think they were both bullies in that sense. Um, but fast uh-huh. forward to Miss Malaysia. Baby, I I love, I love when they, what they, oh, what mom, Miss Girl say, poke the bear. Yeah, don't run. Don't run oh, that yeah. nigga. <laughs> uh-huh. I yep. love that. I love that she actually stood up for herself. And I love that she did it in a way that was very classy. Because she could have really just went Candy Muse on them. And she would have had every right. right. Because honestly, I feel like they've been building this up from at least the second episode. Like, they, have. It's, they don't, like, they don't spotlight it. But they've made it a point to show people downplaying Malaysia. They've made it a point every episode. So uh-huh. it just feels like this been like gaslighting for at this point weeks, weeks and weeks. And she finally exploded on their ass. And I love that she did that because she was 100% right. And she was, she was 100% accurate in, in what she said. Like, I just, I loved it. She ain't her ass up. And Martin, Martin, Martin had to sit there. She had to sit in it. <laughs> she had yeah. to sit in it, baby. She had to sit in it. Yeah. I, I love that she stood up for herself. I love that she got vocal. I love that she so eloquently explained why what Marshalls did was problematic <laughs> um, and, and why she's not going to do it again and why she's not going to get away with it and why it's not going to be her. Not again. Um, yeah, I absolutely love that. And I, I love I love this even being a conversation because in a show like this, even we talk about all the time, you know, and we said it about Malaysia, like, oh, you need to you know, amp it up, amp it up, be a personality, be more mm-hmm. of this and be more of that, which is true to win a competition show and to walk away, even if you don't win, to walk away with a nice, you know, little fan club and a nice, you know, group of people behind you rooting for you. The unfortunate thing kind of is that you really do have to sauce it up, even if you are just genuinely good. And I think now Malaysia has opened up this conversation to be like, 
I'm allowed to come on here and if I'm quiet and I'm demure, I should be allowed to do that and still not be um, not be disregarded as competition. And I love that Marshall's got put in her place. Uh, and right yeah, it was just... Max. Oh. <laughs> come on, Max and Issa, stand up. <laughs> you and Max no, and Issa make just... some motherfucking noise. but yes no i I love that moment i love her sending up for herself um and i love that we're having this overall discussion about i'm allowed to be who i am without having to put on for people and still be strong competition and i should be respected even if i even if sometimes i do want to sit in the corner and be quiet um i think that's a good conversation to have because i think there are a lot of real life people out there who who are probably overlooked and and disregarded because they they're not talkative and stuff like that, but they're they're strong in what they do and they and they feel like you know maybe I'm being ignored because I'm not as loud or because I'm not as a personality or because I'm not a showboat or I don't purposely try to stand out because I don't want to I shouldn't have to I should just be able to be me, um and, and so I love that story this this episode this is my favorite episode when it comes to showing personal stories and i um mm-hmm. i feel like maybe that was the first time you really got to dive into an actual conversation this season so far and i know a lot of it is because the shows are so short so i hope as we start to get rid of more girls we'll start to get more real conversations like that um any other things you wanted to add about um malaysia and this story arc before we move on to this week's competition um, I will say I am very interested to see what the conversation at the top of the next episode is going to be because all parties that should have been present weren't for that conversation. So yeah. um, I would just really like to kind of get all that out in the open because honestly, if we're being real, um, Mistress really needs to be in that room when uh, Malaysia went off because I feel like for the most part, she gives her the most shit. Maybe in a very joking and like you said, just, you know, shady to be funny kind of way, but a lot of times when you're coming down on someone consistently, you know, that can start to kind of affect someone in a real way. All You know, all jokes aside, they sometimes you just, you know, you, you take to heart what people say because like she said, shade is cute, but there's always some truth to it. So at the same time, you're still taking shots, even though you're joking and you're being cute and you're doing all this for TV and for a quick laugh, it's still a shot at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, very true. Um, And I do want to say, I wasn't trying to put all the blame or anything on uh, what's her name on Lux. Um, I don't want this to be like a blame the black girl for all the anger and, you know. Yeah, on Black History Month. Give it up for the (laughs) colorist. Make some noise. I don't about to say something, but I don't want it on the record. Anyway. <laughs> so I'll just say it when we're off, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know who the villain of the podcast is. But I will go back and watch it again. I just did really one watch and kind of um, watch clips after that. So so maybe I'll have a d- different perspective after I've viewed it again. But yeah, um, I, I really do think that every, at least I thought that Mistress was being playful. Um, but that, like you said, I want to make it a point to say that doesn't absolve her from any responsibility for how she made Mistress, uh, not Mistress, uh, Malaysia feel. So just throwing that out there. Uh, now let's get on to this challenge so we can talk about how the girls actually did this week. 
Yeah. Uh, let's go group by group because again, they were tasked to perform as three Golden Girls groups. So we're senior aged women, old ladies like Corbin. Okay. Um, and we broke these up into country, hip hop, and heavy metal. So, <laughs> so first though, we have Team One that performed the country number with Mistress Lux, Salinas, and Marsha. Mm-hmm. I just want to say real quick, even though I don't like her that much, no shit. Yeah. I, I love yeah. how uh, RuPaul says Selena's name. Because <laughs> he'll, he'll just be like, Mistress Isabel Brooks, Lux Noir London, Selena Alstinian. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> you got to. Selena Alstinian. You got to. Every time. Every time. <laughs> it's kind of like the new. Um, uh, Ivy Winter. <laughs> oh, it is. Selena asked <laughs> So, what do you think about Group One and how they did? And were there any standouts, good or bad, for you here? Um. So, you know what? Before I acknowledge the people that I thought did great, um, I will say that I am so surprised that Marsha did not do as well as I thought she would. Um, because this feels like it's right on her alley, and she come in and giving her. As Candy Ho would say, she come in giving her CV um, about all the productions that she's been in. And mama, that was garbage. Like, yeah, I don't like she didn't really serve the way I wanted her to serve. But that aside, Selena ate it up. She really carried it for me. And that's not because I'm a stand. Like she just she really she she showed out like a lot of people have been giving it to mistress, uh, which she did great. Don't get me wrong. She absolutely ate her part as well but if we're looking at the overall performance with everyone included like i really think selena shoot everyone else up in that performance i really do yeah uh i think all of them did really well and i do agree with you selena did excellent um and i thought mistress did excellent too and i thought looks did pretty well too um this was by far to me the strongest group um, collectively, I thought they did really well, and those three people were standouts there, and I thought they did terrific. Um, am I allowed to talk about Marsha now? <laughs> Go ahead, girl. <laughs> All right, so first things first, exactly what you said. Great job of reading us your resume, but that didn't show on stage, so that's number yeah. one. Number two, where the fuck is your makeup? Y'all were <laughs> supposed there. to be fucking old. Late. No, no, no. I'm about to get started. Y'all are supposed to be old ladies. Where the fuck was your makeup? It threw the whole thing off. It threw the whole thing off. Where the fuck was your makeup? I it was think the first she was thing I fucking like said. 65. Everybody else was giving like no, no, no. 82. No, no, no. no. She... she was giving six or five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm so like I'm dead ass I'm like so sick of you young bitches getting on this show bragging about what y'all do and when the time comes to fucking show it you don't where was I where were, where were the kinky boots bitch where were they boots, boots? now hold on boots <laughs> pick a wall now hold on boots wait a minute boots because I didn't see none I didn't see none of that and I didn't see none of stitch your makeup you threw the whole group off and this is what the fuck I'm saying that would have been perfect, and they would have looked perfect had you done your fucking part. And I forgot who said it, but at the least you can do is get the makeup right. The least you could do is get the look right so y'all look well. You can't even do that. Are you serious? You sat there and looked at that whole cast. It wasn't even just your group. 
the whole cast with all that shit on your face and you looked at yourself and you thought that that was going to suffice. Yeah. You really thought that. Y'all don't y'all don't be fucking trying, man. I'm so tired of these young I'm so tired of these young bitches doing this shit. I'm just I just really am. I'm sorry. Y'all y'all watch this show and y'all didn't even probably haven't even watched it from season one. Y'all fucking start watching in season five, and and now you know you do a little stuff at home, and then you get there and you say, "I'm the shit, I'm the shit, I'm the shit." And when you show it, it's just shit. I'm ready yeah. for her to go home, and I know they're gonna keep her because they want this little storyline or whatever this may be, and they want to repeat Jan, and they just want to do that. Right, uh-huh. great, wonderful, all this stuff. You didn't have a stitch of makeup on and you didn't live up to your little resume that you lined out. That's it. And because of that, the group wasn't as good as it could have been because of you. Because of you, the one that's been on Kinky Boots. Okay. Sure. And we're going to talk about this outfit in a second. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. And you know how I know I'm not tripping? Because how bad do you have to be to not be on the stage and for Rue to be like, oh yeah, by the way, when y'all go back there, tell that bitch Marsha that she needs to put some fucking makeup on before she hit my goddamn stage again. (laughs) She did tell her that. (laughs) That's never happened. She she told you you were safe and then sent a message through somebody else to be like, get your shit together. Through mother. How embarrassed are you? You should be very embarrassed. You should be. Anyway, let's talk about team two. So they performed the rap genre and they had Robin Fierce, Ajax. Not Ajax. (laughs) Dookie and Anitra. So, uh, (laughs) Turd, stand up. Turd. What did you think about this group? Child. In their velour tracksuits. It wasn't giving Juicy Couture. Um, I... I didn't I didn't really care for this. I feel like there was a there was an extreme disconnect between what they were saying and then what they were doing. Because it's like, yeah, we're old ladies, but y'all are busting splits, y'all are dipping, it's a dip. Um like y'all are just it, it, it doesn't it, it didn't line up with old. Like, you know what I mean? Like there of course there was some like, you know, holding my back and frowning up or whatever, but it just for the most part it didn't register as old ladies. The lyrics did, but the performance didn't. Um so there was mm-hmm. that. And then also I kind of just didn't really like it at all. And the most surprising thing to me is my favorite verse was Dookie. I did not see that. I did not see yeah. that coming. But and it comes out the butt. That was um, that was the most surprising part for me, and the, honestly, the best part. I didn't really care for anything else. It sucks so much that this group had so much potential visually that they just did not live up to. Um, I think this group is a prime example of what happens when you have a bunch of stars in one group, but they don't know how to act as a group and to be cohesive. And they don't really know how to focus on the challenge because they didn't do a good job of performing to front. There was a lot of times where I felt like it was a lot of walking and and featuring happened where there should have been a lot more standing and being like, look at me and focus on my verse. There was no way to even focus on to me of what they were saying and what they were really doing because there was no rest time at any point to me. 
at least there wasn't enough during their performance to really focus on what was going on. Because you got out there and Anitra immediately got to going. And for everybody's verse, except Dookie's, honestly, I felt like I couldn't understand what was actually being said because yeah. not only was does not only did it feel like the raps were written on top of each other, it was just like chasing the beat a lot to yeah. me. Um, but I also felt like the what we saw visually didn't lend itself for us to even figure it out. Yeah. Like it was just it was just too much going on at once on everybody's part. And that was just not a lot of settling. And I feel like the the most settled we got was when Dookie started. And I felt like that was the least dancing. And that's why her, I think that's why her performance resonated more than anybody else's. But when you got to everybody else's individual stuff, I felt like it was a lot of, let me show you tricks. Let me show you tricks while I'm trying to also perform this rap that you can't really understand. So it's just, it was just, it was just too much. Um, that's the best way I can put it. It was not enough and just too much at the same time. It, it was just, it was kind of a mess. Like, I, I remember when it ended, um, me and my nigga looked at each other like, well, that had everything. <laughs> that had everything. Like, literally, we were just like, yep, it had everything. It was just a lot happening right there. It, it was. Um, so, which sucks because I feel like Anitra could have excelled. I feel like Jax could have excelled. Um, I feel like if pushed, Robin could have done more, which we'll get to. Um, but and Dookie yeah. was fine, but it just, yeah, it was just, it was not a good cohesive group effort, and I think that was the main downfall there. So sucks for them, honestly. It uh, does. now let's talk about Group Three because they did heavy metal. This is the group that won the heavy metal from the hat competition. Um, we had Sasha, Malaysia, Aura, and Spice. What do you think about this group? Sand Spice, this group eight down i know you like country yes. but heavy metal was very reflective and that's for the girls that went to school <laughs> <laughs> and you can take that straight to the bank you see what i did there <laughs> i got okay okay <laughs> but yeah i think they ate first of okay i'm at this point just I'm just going to acknowledge that I'm going to do this every episode. I'm just going to acknowledge this. And now I'm going to go forward with it. Sasha Colby. We said last week, if this bitch can sing or rap, it is over for you. (laughs) Right. No, no, no. Literally said it. We said if she sings or raps, it is over for you bitches. And bitches, the jig is up. It's up. It's it is up and it is stuck. Bitch, not only did she rap her ass off, she performed the fuck out of this song. Like when I t- I can't she did. like I am like I I'm I'm almost hyperventilating. Like I just can't I can't seem to express how she ate that up. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she chewed that down. Oh my god. Like why she it's not even this serious, Sasha. Like, calm down. Like, calm down. Yeah, the other girls are back to stage listening to Kiss Bop. Calm down. Okay. Yeah. She's she's too much in the best way. That's like, that's just the only thing I can say. Like, she is too much in the best way every week. Every fucking week. You gonna do this every week. Right. I know you're tired. I know you're tired. Well. <sighs> wow. Never have I seen a serve. 
Never, ever, never, ever, never, ever. Right. She is eating it every week. I agree with all that. I agree with all that. Me, me talking would just be literally me repeating that. She did so good, though. She, she did, did so, so good. She did so good. <laughs> she did so good. What did you think about Malaysia and Aura, though? Okay, so yeah. Um, I have <laughs> no, no fucking clue how Aura pulled that win. Yeah, I, me either. She must have rolled the dog shit out of RuPaul's dick because I, I did not see it. I I'm did wondering, not see it. I'm wondering why they want her there so bad and what we're what like they're building up for us to see with her or to learn from her. Because I honestly feel like so far her placement in the competition has been very um intentionally produced. Um and I'm just it just it's making me wonder like what what are we building up to? What are we trying to get yeah. to? Um, yeah. Because I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I, I have not seen it yet. And this was supposed to be her episode. And I feel like I saw everybody walking away like, I don't know how, but okay. Yes. I just don't see it. Don't I see don't it. see it sorry. at all. Like I don't know how you could watch what we watched and completely overlook Mistress and Sasha to give Aura the win. Like th- It makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't know what I'm missing as a viewer. But I, I, I'm, I'm very much like you. Like, okay, glasses. I don't see it. Right. No, no, don't see it at all. Yeah, Malaysia did terrific. She did wonderful, amazing. Love yeah. her. Amazing. Love her. And uh, Spice, you did what you need to do, girl. Did Congrats. She? You're. Did she? You're here. She obviously she's here another week. I guess, child. So <laughs> by somebody's standards, she. I mean, she I, did what I, she yeah. To do. I guess. I guess by that. By that, she she did what she needs to do, but. Um, let's be clear in the terms in regarding the actual performance. She did not. <laughs> I don't, I could have no. 100% been okay without her presence. Right. Child, like they, they really pulled her up. They did. They, that, that was a lot of producing happening. That was a lot of strings being pulled. What I was like, all right, sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about this runway because this week it was all about the tie dye. So the girl had to give their best tie dye looks on the runway. So you have any faves from this week, Corbin? <sighs> okay. <clears throat> so uh, I don't remember what season it was that we did where we just went ahead and said every week we're gonna say <laughs> she's the best. Jada. But who was it? Jada. Okay, I I knew it was some season. Okay, so I'm let's I'm just go ahead and establish this if we hadn't already. Every week, Sasha Kobe is gonna it, rank in the top. Yeah, that season we every time we talk, start talking about the world, we'd be like, all right, so who are our tops other than Jada? So should we yeah. talk about Jada first? Or <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So that that's what this is given at this point. Like, just just know that I'm gonna let her ears stop burning because I know she's tired of me talking about her ass. Um, but just know she's there every single week. Like I don't have to see yeah. the rest of the season to know she's there every single fucking week. So Agreed. her aside, <laughs> because she ate, okay, she ate. Um, I really enjoyed Mistress. I love how she did the shoulder side and then she had the <laughs> leg. What? What did I say? Huh? Oh, I thought you laughed. I thought I said something. I really enjoyed um mistress look now yeah mistress looked the best out of everyone else other than um uh sasha but love you what'd you like about that look mistress look 
I just yeah, love I how she it. she just looks so good to me. Like she's just so well put together. I thought the color mm-hmm. looked fantastic on her. Of course, the makeup is always fucking on. Always. Yeah. And she, I don't know, she just something about what she did today. Maybe she didn't use as much highlight or something or the white powder. She just looked good. But her uh-huh. looks and Selena, they they carried it for me. They ate it down. Selena's face, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. I don't know what you're not that saying. Uh, okay. So, Sasha Kobe, yes. Uh, I thought Mistress looked good, too. She wasn't in my favorite, but I thought she looked good. I, I contemplated it, putting her there. I contemplated it. <laughs> I contemplated putting her there, but uh, she did look good. So, I, I do agree with you on that. Lux was definitely a top for me. She looked amazing. Amazing. Um, and then, you know... This is like a, you know how they have the hot 100 and then they have the bubbling under. Uh huh. So for this week, Dookie um, was bubbling under. No, 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 okay. no. She was safe for me. Uh, Dookie was bubbling. Under. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Oh God. Um. So number one on my bubbling under this week was actually Aura because Mm-mm. I like Mm-mm. a pantsuit. Mm-mm. I enjoy what the I enjoy her tie dye was not what we think traditionally of tie dye, and I enjoyed that it was very her. I honestly think this is the only reason I'm giving her bubbling under hot 100 is because I honestly think this is the first time to me, in my opinion, and I like to be fair because I already su- told y'all I don't like that lady and I don't see it for. But I will be fair in saying I feel like this is the first time that she's shown individuality in a good way that benefits her. Um, And I'm just talking about the outfit. Did I think it was like 10 10s across the board? Absolutely not. But I did enjoy it for that reason. I feel like this is a good job of showing us who you are and what your style is. Um, And in in an outside of the box way for a challenge in which a lot of people did something sort of similarly, even if they did it better than you, you did kind of step outside a little bit, still met the challenge and was able to show, I think, more of who you are. Um, And I appreciated that. Were there tweaks that needed to be made? Absolutely. But I just want to I'm not saying she's in the top, but I I did want to make a note of that outfit or that runway this week that's all okay well thank you for your note <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think was the worst this week on the runway booger your oh. booger jack's fucking booger gross yeah it was gross yeah. defend your yeah. faith <laughs> no, no no i'm not because she was on my worst this week too oh speaking of boogers um selena's face looked really good yeah Selena's hair looked really good. Yeah. Selena's dress was on the runway. Jax, I okay. <laughs> she makes things. <laughs> she makes things. And she made it to Selena the next episode, STDs. period. <laughs> Selena's STD. She makes things. She um, makes things. Put that on song. <laughs> no, I did I hated Jax's look. I hated it. Because first of all, where is the tie-dye? I mean, we're going to get to that and with this next bitch. Ooh, I got some things to say, bitch. Uh, but yeah, where was the tie-dye, Jax? I mean, 
it wasn't notable. It, even if it was small on your outfit, even if you gave me the outfit and I saw it, I'm like, okay, this is great, but how is that going to transition to the stage? You should have known that. Because I didn't Honestly, tie-dye aside, what the fuck was it? Like, no, I didn't know. Yeah, it was just bad in general, too, yeah. Like, what was I looking at? Like, I don't... It was one one part of a leg that was cut out of a funky shape. She had what looked like snot on her chest. Like, I don't yeah. know what it was that I was looking at. And then the hair choice, it was a completely different shade of green than what she was yeah. wearing. So it was just like, what are we doing here? And then the orange bodysuit underneath, like... Like, in my mind, I was thinking that maybe her thought process was new delusion, but that was so far off that that couldn't have been it. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's what she was going for. I think she was just going for bright colors. I think she was going to, I think she was going for neon. Um, She didn't make it there. No, she didn't even pull out the driveway. Oh. Yeah, she didn't make it. No, her car wouldn't start at all. <laughs> um, She did not make it there, just to be clear. But, um, yeah. No, it. Mm, I saw it. I was like, I'm sorry, girl. I can't defend you this week. Can't do it. Sorry. Just cannot do it. Yeah. Now, do you know who I'm about to talk about? And it's bad. You got to be talking about Martin, Martin, Martin. Where was the motherfucking tie-dye bitch? <laughs> I'm so sick of you. I'm so sick of her. I'm gotta, so sick it. of her. I'm so... What was that? Listen... Marsha got y'all. Hello, everybody listening today, tomorrow, next week, next year. Hey, guess what? Marsha got her fucking nose broken by football. Does everybody get it? Are we all there? Are we all there? Do we know that? That reference of Marsha Brady? She broke her. You remember that, right? Yeah. yeah. We're there. Get the fuck over it. Move on. We get it. We know the reference. We get it. This is the third fucking time. Where was the tie-dye? Where was it? What was uh, even the that concept? saying that the red was tie-dye, but... <laughs> the red was not... The red, it is not... It is not... It does not make the cut if it does not transition on stage. If it doesn't... I'm sorry, translate on stage, it does not make the cut. I don't care if y'all got tie-dye on a pocket and y'all was like, technically it is tie-dye. Do we see that? No. You're on the main stage. Think a little and give it the fuck up. I'm so tired of this goddamn shit. This girl is the bare fucking minimum. And the only reason she's on this show is because she met a fucking quota of a past queen. Somebody said Drag Race seasons one through nine were the original and everything after that has been a rerun. And people like her remind me of that. Because you're just here for a fucking quota. You are not excellent. You are not wonderful. You are not amazing. At least I haven't seen it yet. I just don't get it. And I was actually excited for her because I like queens, as I said on the first episode, who can stick to a shtick, but they're also able to go outside of that while coming back to their transition point. It's a lot of people who are able to do that. You are not one of them. I'm bored. I'm very bored. You're very lackluster. You're very ordinary. You're doing it. You you got on there with Blazer. You know what? Hold on. Let me cough. The other day, I was going back and listening to some episodes that we did. And I was listening to the one where we were talking about that fucking blazer. And the thing that pissed me off was that it takes nothing to fucking go down to a fucking art craft store and find some wiring to, to, to make a, 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 fucking sharp, um, a fucking sharp shoulder pad 
Or it takes nothing to go get some extra fabric to make your sleeves longer or to maybe make a different cut. And then you can paint over that. I'm thinking of 300 different ways I would have judged that up. And I have no experience on making an outfit, but I knew for a fact that I could go get some paint, some fabric, some, some, some tools, glitter. something, some <laughs> structure, some some something. <laughs> and the thing that's pissing me off about her is that she is not doing that. And that's why I'm getting so mad because you are not trying. It pisses me off to see these people get these opportunities and you are not trying. I don't care. You're not trying. And if that's effort, it's not good enough. It's not. You're boring. You're lackluster. You don't put enough effort in. You don't drag your shit up. Go home. I'm over it. I'm over her. Go home. You're not. You're not. Go home. Just go home. Drag her. I'm I'm like so sick of, and I'm gonna take it there. Y'all praise y'all get on here and y'all wanna fucking drag you fucking white bitches stand in the basement. Y'all are fucking twelve years old dragging people for saying anything to these folks, anything to y'all's little lily white queens. They're not doing anything. Y'all are just happy that they're lily and skinny and young and white. That's it. Cause she's not anything else other than that. Sorry, y'all don't like it. Oh well. She's boring. She's basic. She's not good. Boo. Boo. Tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Zero out of ten recommendation. Boo. <laughs> and I'm done on it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it every fucking week until she goes home. Boo. Fucking boo. You suck. Boo. You're uninspiring. I hate an uninspiring bitch on my TV screen. Get the fuck off my TV with that shit, huh? Yeah. I feel that. I feel, you clearly feel it. <laughs> but, uh, I'm so like, I'm just, uh, I'm tired of being fucking, and, and just in general, outside of Drag Race, I'm tired of fucking being uninspired. Get the fuck off my timeline. Get the fuck off my screen with this same old shit. I don't want to get ready with you. I don't want to get ready with you. Y'all don't do this every day. You don't drink coffee and read Eckhart Tolle in the shower every fucking day. Shut the fuck up. This is uninspiring. This is not good. It's boring. It's basic. Think of something else or get the fuck off my screen. People are dying, Kim. Nothing. <laughs> if you're going to take up my time, inspire me. If you're going to take up my time, inspire me. And if you don't, you're going to get this energy. You're boring. You're basic. Go home. That's all. So, based on your reaction, I'm assuming you didn't like her outfit. No, I hated it. And I don't like her. Just wanted to be uninspiring, <laughs> uninspiring, boring, bland, skinny, white, trash. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like you should stop holding back. Like I feel like you want to <laughs> say something, but you're like tiptoeing around it. You know what I mean? But like, no, don't no, no, no. I said it again, and I and I, I extended it to everybody because I don't mean this with just Drag Race. I mean this just in general. And I know it's some motherfuckers listening to me that know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. When I get on Instagram, y'all do the same shit. Y'all just copy each other all day. Y'all do the same fucking shit. I get on Twitter, y'all stealing each other's tweets. Y'all do the same shit. That's crazy. Get on front, turn on my fucking TV, and it's bitches like this that do the same shit every week, and they don't try. Inspire me, bitch. It is 2023. Inspire me. And if you not, get off my screen. Oh my God, y'all are so boring. 
<laughs> I'm so serious. I'm just so sick of it. And that's why I be telling y'all, I be taking this shit off my phone. I be minding my goddamn business because y'all are so goddamn uninspiring. God damn it. Y'all do the same shit. Stop making the same podcast over and over fucking again. Y'all said it. Mm. Inspire me, bitch. And if you don't, sit down. Well, so anyway, after the runway this week yeah. and after running the tapes back, Rue called back <laughs> Anitra, Robin, Jack, Sasha, Mistress, and Aura to stay on stage while the rest were safe. And after some deliberation, Aura was named this week's winner while Jax and Robin were forced to lip sync. What did you think about this lip sync? So, the way you feel that they have to be preparing us for something with Aura is what I feel has to be happening with Jax. Robin completely sent her home. Completely sent her home. Like, there's not even a question. Like, I don't know. I can't even remember in my mind. I can't remember how it was edited to look because, you know, they can make it look a certain way by who they put the focus on. But every single Every single time I saw Robin, it was pussy. It was soft. It was woman. Like she completely embodied everything I felt was emanating from that song. She ate it up 100%. Like there's not a question. Jax did a backflip and Shantae, you stay, I guess. Cause I don't, I don't see how she stayed especially considering her track record on the show in terms of her looks and her performance. Like, I get Robin has been a slow burn, yes. But I personally feel like, based off of that lip sync, you saw the potential. Because I don't know where that bitch been, yeah. but she woke it the fuck up. She woke it the fuck up in that performance. And it wasn't a bunch of dips, and, and it is a dip. It wasn't a bunch of dips and kicks and split on spin. She did do a split. But, you know, like, for the most part, it was just her singing the, well, she wasn't singing, but her lip syncing the song, her moving, her performing, her engaging, her being enticing. Like, she, she ate that. Yeah. She ate that. Like, I've been so off of Robin since the Meet the Queens video because of how lackluster she's been in the season up until this point. And she ate that so hard. Like, I was just like, oh, bitch, it's giving top four for me. Like, she really went in and did what she needs to do on that song. And the fact that she went home is beyond me. Looking the way she looked, stop it. I don't know what they're trying to sell me with Jax, but when I tell you I'm not... When I, <laughs> You couldn't pay me to take it. Like I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying yeah. it. I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it with Jax. Like your visceral reaction to Marsha, it, it's giving that for Jax to me. Like I, I just don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Like I can't, I can't for the life of me understand why they want to keep Jax because she has literally done nothing beyond mess in terms of her looks in terms of her performances, like she just has not done anything for me and she did not eat that lip sync. She just didn't. But okay. I don't know that I fully agree. Y you know, I think this is the episode of You're entitled to your opinions. opinion. <laughs> yeah, what she say? Your wrong opinion? Yeah, uh, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Everybody has Okay, it. so I'll say this. Um... Robin did do really well on that lip sync. I think this is the first time where she actually showed that she could do anything other than um, um, smirk and kickball change. Um, and I think that was that was great. 
I, I hate that it had to be here that we had to show that, but I think it was great. And I agree with what you said. It was very cunt, cunt, cunt. It was very, oh, like every yeah, time, just every ew. single time the camera was, it, it was very that. And I was like, work. My problem is with Robin mm-hmm. is that it's always cute. Yeah. It's always cute. And I don't want to see cute from her anymore. I'm tired of seeing gorgeous. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing cute. I'm t- I'm tired of it. It was it was cute. It was cunt. It was pretty. But that's the problem. It always is. So uh, okay. what else? And, and that's just my opinion. I get it's it. what else? I get it. Now do it's I fair. do I think Jax killed her, murdered her, put blood on the no. I think both of them actually collectively, in my opinion, did really well for the song. Honestly, I enjoyed watching the lip sync, just in general. I think both of them did well. If Robin would have stayed, I would have been okay with it. But the reason she left, I saw. Because again, it's always, I was sitting there with my nigga and it was funny. We were watching it and I was like, always safe. She's just always cute. She's just always safe. It's just always just that. It's just cute. It's just cute. And even she said it in the episode, she's like, I'm just always worried about just being not nice and not doing the most and just being good and it's just like okay well you've gotten there it's just cute it's cute every time it's cute it's like hey robin it's so cute um but that's it that's it and from a producing standpoint honestly i probably would have sent her home because if i know what what i got coming later Jax is more of a, a personality she is more and not a big one don't get me wrong but she she does say more. She does make herself be known. She actually, maybe here and there, they actually show a confessional from her because I haven't seen one from what's her name since other That's than true. this episode, That's since the first true. episode, maybe. Like, it's just more of, at least I feel like I'm going to get my return on investment more from her than I would from Robin. Because, yeah, Jax does kind of rely on tricks and stuff like that. But, like, if I know I got big musical numbers coming up, which, of course, we do. I'm probably going to go with her more because just visually, just just going for the Emmy, it'll probably she'll probably give me a little bit more than somebody than Robin would. Now, again, we know Robin can dance. We know she can do all that. She already showed us that. But if I'm trying to get my return on investment and I'm trying to get somebody who could possibly give me a little bit more drama, but also perform as well, I'm going to go with Jax because I feel like that's my safer route as somebody who's producing this show. Um, when it comes to Robin, there's no guarantee that I feel like I'm going to get that. So it's my, it's like, I might as well just go ahead and send her home because I don't know what I'm going to get because the only other storyline that I thought I could possibly get, she cut down immediately. And then the other bitch is gone. The whole Ameth, her and Amethyst story. Right. Right. That's over. So it's like, what, what do I have her here for? And that's no shade, but I'm thinking of it in a producer's mindset. And so I probably would have made that same decision. But were you right? Did she did she eat that? Should she could she have stayed? Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I just think it wouldn't have been a smart decision for the people behind the show. That's just me though. I mean, I get that. And I see that. I mean, that makes honestly perfect sense. Especially when you lay it out like that. But for me, I think that and I could be wrong, because I honestly don't know. Like I just I really just don't remember. But I feel like this was the first time she was even getting critiqued. Because she's no, this is the second time. This is the second time. Okay, so she doesn't get critiqued very much, but this is definitely the first time they brought up her personality in terms of how she's presenting herself 
um, as a drag queen compared to everyone else. And I personally feel like once they made that critique and then they saw what she did on the as a lip sync, for me, that as a producer, I would have thought, okay, so she at least has something. There's something there. And I think it would have been more beneficial to keep her alone to see if she would turn it up. And if she didn't, then pack her. You know, like, because like we already said, Jax is not going to win. Jax is not even going to come. I I can't fathom Jax making it another two episodes. Yeah, I'll see it. I just, it's not happening. It's not happening. So it's just like, it, it was a waste of time regardless of who you kept. And I just felt like there was more to give with Robin. Like, Jax is not going to show us anything else. She's not going to show us anything new. Robin showed us something different. And I felt like that was good enough for us to keep her around to see if she could build off of that momentum. Because you know the top of the episode would have started with, oh, uh, now I got to ramp it up. Y'all better be watching. You know you know, it was going to give that. Like, so, right. you know, I would have loved to see where that went. Because Selena was the same way. Y'all better put y'all seatbelts on. And bitch, I hope you had your seatbelt on because she did that on this episode. She didn't get acknowledged for it, but maybe she did that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I hate that she went home because, like I said, I'm always rooting for anyone black. Like, b- done. D- done. I'm, I'm starting right. there. But I haven't been, like, you know, going up for her because she hadn't really been doing anything. But seeing that, that, that really just, as you said, that inspired me. I was just like, oh, she is wetter than water. Like, she is, she is giving it to me right now. Uh, so I, I hate that she had to leave. But based on that, I agree. I can see all yeah. stars. Oh, yeah, definitely. She definitely needs to come back to All-Stars. Her, of course, her story arc is going to be like, oh, the judges told me I need to amp it up and blah, blah. And I found my personality. And now, now my personality matches my you know, drag persona, blah, blah. Because I think that's what it is. We see her and there are expectations there because when you visually look stunning and you look like you got it together and look like you're going to deliver, people want the personality to match that. And I think yeah. she leaves much to the imagination because honestly, it doesn't. And just going back to the lip sync, I, again, I do agree with what you said. She did really well. But even as a producer, again, even if you, I gave you that critique and we're like, step it up and then you do that. It was good, but it was, it was just pretty. It was cute. Like, it was cute. It was good, but it was just cute. It was like, mess your wig up, bitch. Shake your hair a little bit. Uh, strip some off your out. Like, do something that kind of shows us that your first priority is not being beautiful and together. And that's what the problem is with her. I didn't get anything that showed me, I don't give a fuck about this. I'm here to fight. It was just like a, I'm tame. I'm cute. Boom, boom, boom. Here. Ah, flip. Mm, Yes. Ah. It was just that. And it wasn't anything that showed me the rage, the the power, the y'all want to see personality. Here you go. You know, it was just cute. And that just doesn't suffice to me. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. That's just me, though. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming you agree with the uh, decision of Jack staying because you wanted her to be here until the final four, right? Yeah, so I can watch Selena smack that ass in the top four okay. showdown. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, Battle of the Boogers, Armageddon. <laughs> Not Battle of the Boogers, Armageddon. <laughs> I will say again, Selena, again, she looked really pretty. She from the it. neck up she did okay. she looked amazing don't like, do that the because that dress was, really was not bad 
And it definitely you know, right, I, won't, I won't do that. I won't do that because her nails did look good too. Okay. Who do you think it'll go home next? <laughs> That's fine. Who who are you thinking it uh, may be out the door next? Or who um, honestly, who are you trying to get out of here? Three people. You just like three people gotta go. Jax, yeah. Spice, Aura. Done. I don't care what yeah. order they go in, but they need to go. Yeah. And honestly, um, after that, I think the competition's gonna start. I think I think Aura, Jax, and who was the other person you said? Um Spice. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. Cause I, I wouldn't mind them leaving and then Selena can go right after. Like right mm. after. But I think I think Marcia can should. go before Selena, to be honest. Well, you yeah. Get argue with Janair time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just know they probably gonna keep her for a while to, to just to get all the white frustration out of her then, then so of course but, um, of course she's but, top five whatever. she is definitely the miss cracker of the season she's not making it top four right yeah she is giving like top six if that but um all right anything else about this episode this week corbin no, you know what i will say one other thing no i'll say two other things number one i think the okay Last time I'm going to change this. Three things. Number one, Anisha looked awful. And we did not acknowledge that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, terrible. I didn't want to We did not acknowledge it. that. And I, I didn't want to have to say I it. I think it needs to be said. She looked awful. Yeah. I have no idea what she was we wearing. Need to be but fair. It was, it yeah. was terrible. Um, that was number one. Number two, the category was called tie-dye to die for. And I think it should have just been to tie-dye for. That's that's just the, like a personal thing for me. Um, as far as like wordplay, it should have just been two tie dye for. Um, that's two. Number three. What the fuck were they doing with this fucking Microsoft PowerPoint called the runway? Like, oh, are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I had awful. To, I had Even to watch the way it that it was edited. Times. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. I had to watch it several times to be like. Okay, th- uh, let me. Oh, well, hold on, let me look at it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it like, was very much that. Like at this point, I'm just waiting on it. Well, I don't have Instagram. At this point, I'm waiting for their social media post of the outfits to actually kind of get into it to see what it is that they were that we were given. Because I, I like, why would it? Why make it so short? Like you yeah. could have cut the fat somewhere else besides the runway. Yeah. Like that's literally what we watch the show for is everything that happens on the main stage so why would you cut that so short and so i mean they like they use you to do the pro to do that like come on okay uh corbin <laughs> where can they follow you <laughs> okay <laughs> you can follow me and the podcast Mm, okay you can follow me at crbnkm that's crbnkm on twitter um also my only fans hung daddy top that's hdt and hgtv um only fans also you can follow the podcast on bf race podcast on instagram and twitter and please be sure to also email us all your comments, your concerns, how much you 
love me as a co-host and you know any news that you think are acceptable to bestfriendracepodcast at gmail.com that's bestfriendracepodcast at gmail.com and be sure to like and subscribe and five star review on Apple Podcasts Google Play Stitcher SoundCloud and Spotify ding well, well, well. And you can follow me at Cameron Raj. That's K-M-E-R-O-N-R-A-J-I on Instagram and Twitter. And on that note, we'll be back next week with another review. Love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, y'all. Um, and make sure y'all subscribe too. BF Race Podcast. Corbin already said that stuff, but make sure y'all leave reviews everywhere um, that you listen. And love y'all so much. We'll be back next week. Bye.